This is the Milo Sweet Podcast, where you learn to be resourceful, find quick and clever ways to overcome life's challenges, and guess what? Achieve more with less. Use what you have to get where you're trying to go. Learn to do difficult. And for excuses, get rid of them. I mean, all of them. They're dead to me. Let's go. Hey. Can you make my day? Please like, subscribe, share, review this podcast, and even donate. You can donate monthly. Did you know that? That would be awesome. Thank you. Happy New Year's Eve. Hey. Okay, so really what's top of mind, I really want to tell you that I'm like thinking of, uh, well, it's Corona Rome, so I'm not really thinking of a party or anything. I'm actually thinking of how to honor my parents and how to be a better parent. For some reason, every year, that is always on my heart, but at the end of the year, I really take a, a long pause, as well as like a big bite of something sweet and something yummy, um, and really think about what kind of daughter was I this year and what kind of mother was I and I think to me those things go hand in hand and I don't know your relationships with your family but I find that being a daughter teaches my parent my kids how I want them to treat me now depending on if your parents are here or not that's one side and depending on how what kind of relationship or what kind of situation you were born into it's gonna have make some decisions so keep that in mind this is not to say that you can't be a good parent or have your kids learn how to treat you without that that's not that would be insane I'm not saying that but I am saying that this is a good time and I would say I don't you know both of my parents are here so I don't really have concrete like live through tried and true advice on how to deal with your parents are not um, here but I would say that what I w- would probably do is use it as a time to really celebrate and figure out in ways, you know, I could honor my parents. I think at the end of the day, you know, that there's a beauty to that. And whether it's telling a silly story about them or making sure I show photos and I share memories, taking a moment to, you know, write a list of all the things they provided and did for you. Because I really, I'm actually going to cry. I think I'm going to cry, but just... I not like I know they say not until you're a parent you understand but the way they say it is like like you've been like this terrible kid and you never you know you didn't care about what your parents said and you're just this rebellious kid and I actually don't think that has to be the case it's just as you go through journeys you learn the depths of, of the love that your parents have for you okay You also learn how much they were given. So some of you might be saying, well, my parents didn't really do this for me or that for for me, but like, what what were they given? Some of our parents had nothing. Like they were given nothing, like just nothing. No skills on how to parent or anything. And they found a seed to sow and put it in the ground. And maybe they couldn't do anything but water and give sunlight for that seed and hope and pray that that plant would grow. And then 
now that you're older, you're like, I know how to make apples. There's apples off that tree. You're plucking them. You're making applesauce. You're making apple butter. You making what other things can you make out of apple? Apple pie, apple smoothies. I think that's it. No, I don't know. Cooked apples, apples, sliced apples. Okay, well, yeah, I think I don't know. I can't think of anything else. Like apple syrup, apple vodka, apple cider vinegar. Okay. I got some things. I feel I feel good about it. I'm like, wow. And I have apples all the time. But most of the time, we just have them the same way. It's just a couple different ways. Oh, apple crumble. We have that. Apple oatmeal. Okay. All right. So they didn't have anything. And it took years for them to grow those seeds. And to put all their hope and all their energy and effort into making a tree. They didn't even know if it would grow. They they picked bits and pieces of information from people they met, situations they saw, and they put all their faith into this tree. And now you know how to make apple tree, and you have an apple orchard, you know. But have you really thought about what that, that takes a huge amount of love and care. And no, maybe they didn't give you the playbook on how to grow, how to run an apple orchard. But they took the time to say, I'm going to give a seed. I'm going to look for a seed, one that'll grow, one that'll be there for my kids when they're later. And maybe all they know how to do is be there. The tree usually is standing for a long time. And you might feel like, well, they don't do this, they don't do that. But I want to tell you that being there is a huge deal. Even if they're not actually present, like super active in your life and all that, There's still things you can be grateful for. Now, I do have active parents in the sense of like, you know, whether they call me or I nag them. You know, I'm one of those pesky little kids that's always like, ma, 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 ma. And I, you know, I think partially because I'm a parent and I don't really think you ever, even if your parents are not here, I don't know. I just don't, maybe I'm wrong. So maybe if your parents are not here and you have insight to share on that but I just don't see you ever stop needing your parents I I don't know I mean I'm I'm pretty grown I would say 34 is pretty grown <laughs> like if you're 34 living at home people look at you a certain way no shade if you're 34 living at home 2020 was a hard year you have a home and you are alive I mean those are two very important things right now okay so but people do look at you weird I'm talking about what people do and they do look at you weird. So, although I would have no shade in living at home, I feel like if I was living at home and I was providing for myself or, you know, I had some kind of work ethic and I was helping my parents out, I mean, yeah. Now, would I be annoyed? They would probably, I would probably annoy them. You know, I just, I'm just all everywhere. So, I, I think that would be annoying. Not, okay. <sighs> totally not the point, but my brain tends to rumble like that. So, just... You know, what things can you look at over the year and figure out how did you treat your parents? How are you there for them? It's not about like, you know, I want to make sure I'm clear. When I talk about reflection, it's more looking in the mirror. Like you're getting ready for your day. You're just looking in the mirror to see what you did. And it's very lighthearted. You might have a heavy moment. You might shed a tear, but it's very light. It's not from the perspective of condemning yourself and you should have and making you feel guilty and all that. It's really more just like, oh, okay, I did this this year kind of don't want to take that into the new year. I need to work on that. It's very different. It's not rehashing. And I I often feel like it should be easy to talk about things that you made mistakes over if like, you know, 
if you're over it. You know, it's like if I talk about something I did when I'm 17, I I mean, it's very little that's going to embarrass me, even if it was publicly viral. I would just be like, you know, it sucks that this is public and viral. However, you know, I was 17. I just, I would feel that way. I, I just feel like I'm very settled in my how I am. So you're not going to make me feel bad about something I did when I was 17 or even earlier this year. I'm probably not going to feel bad about it. I might say, yeah, when I did it, I felt bad. But I don't really connect with those <laughs> feelings anymore. <laughs> it's over. I already did it. I dealt with it. I'm not going to carry that. Like You're carrying all these things through life. I'm not carrying that. Not because I'm so much better and I didn't care, but I don't want you going through your life carrying something you did to me earlier this year. If we settled it, it's settled. It's just settled. And I don't want to spend my life living that way. Also, I just want the right to not care that much. There's so many other things to care about. You know, I feel like that's the one thing that's wrong with like social media and just how we have access to all the information about ourselves and we can share. highlight. It's like we care too much about ourselves and about the wrong things. Sometimes I'm so annoyed with that. It's like no one cares. If, if I mean, I know they have, do they have dislike buttons? I just, you know, I think that button is dangerous, but sometimes you're like block, delete. You just want to do that. It's just like, look, <sighs> you know, I do like the signal app on your phone where it can let you mute notifications. Cause sometimes you're just like, I don't need that notification. I actually don't need to know. You know what I really dislike is when people send me a picture of themselves and we're not that close. Like, there's friends, like, you know you know who you are, where you send pictures, and you're like, oh, cute. Like, you want to say that. Then there's people who feel like you needed to know about what they were doing in their life, and y'all really don't even talk. Like, I mean, maybe once, uh, once, maybe, maybe once a year. You're like, I'm not Facebook or Twitter. I'm actually not on there. So don't send it to me. It's no feedback. It's not like, what do you think about this? Or... I just started this new business and I want to share or I've been doing my hair like this and I'm thinking about cutting it off and I'm trying to get input from like everybody in my phone like I just like need a reason but you just was like one was like having drinks with the boo I actually don't care I'm not there and if you're listening to this I don't I have no changes because I I just think that that's like weird like think about it I don't know, 50 years ago, would you, I don't know, let's just say 50 years ago, Polaroids existed. I don't know if they did or not. I I really don't. But like, would you take Polaroids of everything on your vacation, you have enough film for everybody, and then you mail it to all your friends and you say, we're on vacation. Like, I just think it's weird. It's not a jealous thing. I don't mind celebrating it. I think it's whatever. You got a baller move? Ball out. I, I, I like I like people to be themselves. So if you like everything nice, I have a friend. She loves everything nice. I love it because she's happy when she has everything nice. I'm not saying, you know, you should live life where you're unhappy when you can't have something nice. You have to be able to deal with that as well. But I mean, if life is shooting you a whole bunch of nice things, I mean, live up. Why would I be mad at that? It's just I actually just don't want to be involved, though. Like Sometimes I don't want to have to think about you because I'm thinking about other things that actually matter to me and not your drink it's okay that you sent it but like not to me i'm not the friend and that sounds really harsh and really rude but let me explain that matters when you're constantly being inundated with information it matters with how you spend your attention attention and there's a huge level of distraction so your time is your most valuable asset 
And yeah, maybe I said it a little harshly. I don't apologize for that. I meant what I said. However, that's just my true feeling is I want to give my attention to things that are really important. And it doesn't mean the person's not important or their relationship or them going out. I just prefer to access it in a more a deeper way. Not in a like, hey, we're doing that when it's like we really don't even talk. I prefer to have real connection, real intimacy with people. And that's just my preference of how I like to interact with people. So I'm not a very small talky kind of person. I'll do it, but it's, it's taxing. It's not really enjoyable for me. With that being said, reflect on what your parents gave you, right? Okay. And then let's go back for a second. So I'm going back to time and how you spend your time and how you show people in your life that they're valuable. And then go to how your kids, what kind of parent were you? I think get brutally honest. I think a lot of times we hide behind words. That's cool, you know, if you did this, you you were a great provider, you were doing this, but maybe you weren't present. You were there, but you weren't actually present, meaning every time the moment passed, you were thinking of the moment. You weren't in the actual moment, just being. You know, you weren't in a moment without a screen. They weren't in a moment without a screen. Technology was your babysitter. It's okay if that happened, but is that how you want to spend 2021? Because you never get time back. We can get a lot of things. We can get broke and have money again. We can, you know, get unhealthy and have health again. Um, in some cases you don't, but in most cases you can't, right? Things that are in your control. But the time, you, you never get that back. You never get these missed moments with your family back. And I think we should view it that way. I really do. I think we should say, okay, well, what kind of parent do I really want to be? And here's the thing that, like, I really think you should ask if my child, because children kind of multiply what you do. So however you treat them, they're going to give you a multiplied version of that. So fast forward 10 years from now, your child treats you five times the way you treat them. Is that how you want to be treated? Are they ignored? So they really ignore you. Are they cared for? So they really care for you. You know, how do you want your kids to treat you? And I think that that's really, that should be embedded in your parenting. And I use the new year to do that. Um, If you're not a parent or you're not, I'm sure you're someone's kid, right? Yeah, I, I don't know. I think that's probably a prerequisite for being in the world. But if you're not a parent, think about your relationships. I also look at that as a time. I've done podcasts on that, on friends and and such. And I think that life is very fluid. I think of friendship, relationships as like we're going on different trips. And sometimes you're going to go to Mexico and your friends can't go with you. It's a family trip. Sometimes you're going to go and it's just your friends that are going because it's a girl's trip. Hey, you know, it's going to be fun like that. And sometimes you're going to need a solo trip because you are just trying to get it together. Like you just need some downtime. Um, other times because it's a good time. Everything can survive without you. I know some people are like, I don't want things to survive without me. I don't a little bit. Like, I want to feel needed. But I also want to be able to get up and go and be a human. Like, a human being first. A human being first. So, I want to have access to that. But not worth a detriment to all the things that I value or I build. So, the question for you is, how are you going to honor your parents? And if they're not here, pay honor to them. If they've been neglectful and they haven't been... You know, they're alive, but they're not present. So, how can you just accept them as is? You know? I just... I don't know. I think it's very... I think if we really could see what our parents dealt with... You know, if 2020 shed shed any light, especially if your parents are 
minorities, what they dealt with, and just seeing like how they had to persevere anyway. And they didn't have an outlet. Like this is the first time I feel like I can openly talk about things. There's so many things. There's so many things. You feel like you still can't talk about that. Like I want to say it all, but it's just, you know, it's in doses. It's a lot to handle. So you think about your parents and what they were given, and it's not that they, you know, that they wanted to not give you what you you needed, but they really didn't know how. They weren't given anything. You know, some parents, when you hear their story, they were like figuring out how to survive on their own at 16. Like, not like the MTV uh, pregnant and, what is it called, teen pregnancy? I don't know. You know what I'm talking about? That's that's not how, how it was. Um, pregnant in 16 or whatever. I'm talking about I don't have bread and I'm just trying to get bread today. I am just looking for rice. I don't know where I'm going to live next week. It's very, 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 very different. And there is no reality show about it. It's just reality. There's no script. There's no producers. There's no editing. There's no limelight. It's just if you don't survive, you die. That's it. And and then you see their will to make it through. Their will to push through. Because of you. And maybe they didn't give you everything, but they don't... You know, a lot of times we don't even know. You ever made something and it tastes gross? I, I, I have my share. I mean, I make stuff all the time because I like to try things and I'll make a lot of things from scratch. So I have a lot of epic fails. Some of them, I remember... Okay, I've made some things that I was like, you know, this tastes really gross. But I don't want to waste it. And, you know, for a whole week, I froze it. And we all took a bite of the nastiest. It was, I think it was like a cookie, a huge cookie fail. And we all had to eat it. Because I was like, I'm not wasting that. You know, if you cook gluten-free and vegan for your sides and you try to buy non-GMO and organic, everything costs a lot of money. We're not wasting it. I don't care how much money we have. We're not wasting it. I don't care. So we all took bites. We actually have some granola in the freezer that I burnt. And we take little bites of that and I sprinkle it in the good granola. I'm like, yeah, you gotta have a little bit of this bad granola because it used high quality products. I don't care. We're gonna have it. And you know, I know that sometimes if you burn stuff as carcinogenic and blah, 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 but we're eating it because I'm not wasting any food and my kids have to understand the value of a dollar. They're gonna eat that value, that little bit of nastiness. Anyway, what, you know, what you were given Okay, maybe it wasn't what you, you needed, but guess what? Like Sometimes people's all when you really see their journey and what they were actually given, you have perspective about what that was. And the older I get, the, the, the deeper I understand my parents' love for me and their ultimate sacrifice for me and all the things they put aside for me. All the dreams. Like Some people say, like, I don't put my kids, my dreams aside for my kids. And I just say... You know, what are your kids' words? I, I don't know if you should or shouldn't. And I don't know. But I will tell you, I can't get everything I want and be a good parent. I have to choose. And even if I was a good parent, you know, there's, you know, or let's just say you, you got everything you wanted. It doesn't mean that, like, that's actually good for you in life. There's some things that you want that you should not have. You might want to drink for breakfast every morning. It's not a good idea. Okay, it might work out for a while, but one day it's not going to work out. By drink, I mean alcohol, not just drinking, you know, some water, but yeah, a little sparkly water. 
But no, no, no. Like, okay, sure. You know, maybe you had to do it for a couple weeks for, you know, to process the wrong wrong and all this stuff happening. But it's, it's not healthy for you. It's technically a toxin to your body. Your body is processing it and is wondering what is happening. So I think even if you wanted that, it's not healthy for you. And I'm not the judge of what you should and should do to your body. I I just know that I think there are certain checks and balances we all have to follow. It's almost, okay, I have a really disgusting one. I'm not going to say it because I might regret this later. I have to remember this. Because sometimes my kids, like, they're listening to my show and I'm like, uh, you need to let me know. Um, Because, you know, I know my own voice. And I'm like, that sounds like my podcast. I thought she was on Duolingo. Duolingo. Why didn't you do that? That podcast not in Spanish. So take the time right now. Wish yourself a happy new year. Celebrate some of the wins, even the wins that look like losses. You might have had a crappy year. That's okay. But think about ways that you can honor and provide things for people around you. A lot of times we think about what was done to us, what we didn't get, and I need this, and blah, blah, blah. You can miss me with that. All you, you need to do is figure out how you can help others and how you can be there for others. And I'm not saying to ignore your needs, but I'm saying that if you really are intentional with what needs to be done, not all the stuff. Sometimes we do things because we want to label. I'm not talking about those. Do it because it's the right thing to do. But look at what your parents were giving you and let them know. It's a hard time, especially for parents, older people. You know, they need to know how special they are to you. You know, they need to know... And how you treat your parents is really, you know, the setting of how you, your kids, or if you have a boyfriend or whoever, people around you, how they're going to treat your parents. It's really important that you think about that. Okay, that is all. I wish you a happy new year. I hope your first day tomorrow is amazing. And yeah, that it jumpstarts like a great part of your life. This episode is sponsored by HowToHomeschoolFromTheHeart.com. Go to www.HowToHomeschoolFromTheHeart.com and stop crying. Get empowered. Get some clarity. Let's go. All right. That's another episode in the books. Hello? Hello? I said said it's over. Why are you still listening? Like, seriously. The episode is over. If you're still listening right now, you know what? You're probably a chronic procrastinator. Guess what? I'm still listening to. Come on, for real, seriously. We gotta go do something productive. No, like for real. No, for real, for real. Okay, you can keep listening. <laughs>